Hey, Harry, did you remember to paint the lines and set up the goals for that big soccer game today? Uh, oops. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes, they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey, everyone. This is the last episode this month on crushing relationships. I've had a lot of fun talking about this. I hope it's been helpful for you in improving whatever relationship you wanted to improve. We've been having a lot of fun in the firmly founded teen membership. We have built a great community of teens in there. And when we jump on our weekly teen training rooms and talk about this stuff, the support that the teens give one another is just crazy amazing. And if you haven't checked it out yet, I encourage you, go check it out, firmlyfounded.com teen. We have a ton of fun in there and teens get a ton of help in there. Plus all the teen training rooms for the month of February, uh, all the replays are up and available for you to go watch in case uh, you missed any of them. So go check it out. I hope to see you in there. And now episode 65, Boundaries and Crushing Relationships. It's a beautiful day for soccer, folks, and today is going to be an interesting game between the Groundhogs and the Tornadoes, not only because of the very tense rivalry that has long existed between these two teams, but because when both teams arrived this morning, they saw that the lines on the field hadn't been drawn and the goals were nowhere to be seen, but both teams have decided to proceed without them. This is going to be the first game I've ever seen of this kind. Well, it looks like the game is about to get underway. The ref is starting the ball in what looks like to be the middle of the field. And they're off. Hernandez of the Groundhogs gets the ball. He passes it to Johnson, who gets past the Tornado's defensive line, shoots, and... Oh, well, well, he shot. Um, It looked high and to the left, uh, but without the goal there, it's hard to tell. Was... Was it too far to the left is the question. The ref looks like he's determining what he should call. And and he has called it a goal. It's a goal. Oh, but it, it doesn't look like the Tornadoes are happy with the call. They are arguing that the ball was way too high and, and that Johnson wasn't even standing on the field but out of bounds when he took the shot. Johnson is not taking that accusation lightly, it seems. Uh, He's getting in the face of Patel, the Tornado's goalie. They're in a screaming match with the ref trying to separate them. Both teams are getting riled up. Oh, pushing and shoving. Oh, a punch has been thrown. Oh, no, it's an all-out brawl out there. Fans are taking the field. It's utter chaos, folks. Pure madness. I guess now we know this is what a soccer game looks like when you take away the boundaries and the goals. And it doesn't look pretty. It looks more like a hockey game. So that is what happens when there's no boundaries in a game of soccer. Something very similar happens in relationships when there are no boundaries. So 
Today is the last episode talking about crushing relationships. And today we're taking the word crushing to mean you might be in a relationship that feels like it's crushing you. Like the other person is just doing whatever they want and you're not a fan of it. You don't like the way they're acting or the way they treat you possibly. So setting boundaries is very, very important to uh, help avoid this, to kind of help protect yourself. For example, I remember having a friend when I was younger who every time I made a joke, he would punch me in the arm. Like that was just how he uh, allegedly communicated with me that he liked my joke or thought I was funny. He would punch me in the arm. And I remember getting really annoyed with it uh, to the point where he would punch me repeatedly. And I never said anything about it till one day I, I just kind of like blew up at him. And it, it didn't turn into an all out brawl like in the soccer story, but it got a little tense for a second. He's like, geez, man, I was just like, you know messing around with you. And I say, yeah, but I don't like it. And that was because I never set up a boundary with him. So here's how you set up a boundary. There's three steps. Step number one, you make a request. Step number two, you enact a boundary. And step number three, you enforce the boundary from the best place possible. Let's go into each one. So the first one is you make a request of the other person. This sometimes is a step that we skip over, like I did with my friend. I, I never actually told him to stop punching me. I never made that request. I just assumed in my head that he should stop. And when he didn't stop, that just led me to get even more annoyed with him. So when you make a request, it's as simple as just, hey, man, would you stop punching me every time I make a joke? That would be great. Or, hey, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like that. Please stop. Right? That, that would be an example in that scenario. You, you make that request. Now, you don't always have to make a request if you're setting up a boundary, especially if the situation doesn't call for it, especially like with someone who's not a friend, someone who uh, you're not really close to, if it's just kind of an acquaintance or someone else at school who's doing these things, you can just straight up in your head draw that kind of line. Uh, you know, if they do this again, I'm just not going to be around them anymore. But I recommend if it's someone that's that you're close to, a friend, especially uh, even a sibling, you can make a request of them. So it's out there. You're, you're content communicating with them. It's important that they know what's going on in your mind. So step number two, you enact a boundary, meaning that you go, okay, if they do this again, I am going to do this. Now, it's very important that you are the one who's going to take the action. It's not, hey, if you punch me again, you have to leave. You can't be around me anymore. It's, hey, if you punch me again when I make a joke, I am not going to make jokes anymore around you, or I'm going to stop hanging out with you as much. Something of that nature. Now, the, the severity of the boundary can completely be up to you. It depends where you are in your relationship with them. It might be if you do this again, we're, we're done. I'm not going to be your friend anymore, or I, I'm going to break up with you, especially if it's a boyfriend or girlfriend. Hey, I would like it if you did this or if you stopped doing that. And if you don't, then we're, we're going to be done. Now, this is different from a threat 
you're not threatening them I and mean, they can take it how they like. But the point here is that you are protecting yourself. If you have something that you want them to stop doing or start doing, uh, saying that you're going to take action if they don't comply, that, that's you just protecting yourself. And that's okay. It's okay to have boundaries and it's okay to enforce them. A lot of teens or young adults that I coach, when they're having some relationship issues, whether with roommates or siblings or uh, especially a boyfriend and girlfriend, they're, they're hesitant to actually make a boundary because they're like, well, I don't want to cause any, any waves or, or issues here. But if you go back a couple episodes to our Crushing Relationships Myths episode, the one that I did with Ali, we talked about how one of the myths is, oh, it's better if you just don't say anything. We really believe it's not. Uh, you get to decide for you, but for me, it's always better to to say something. And if that's going to cause an issue, like with my friend who was punching me, if I said, hey, you know, my arm's kind of getting sore. I would like it if you didn't punch me anymore. And if you keep punching me, man, I, I'm just going to stop telling jokes, okay? I'm just not going to tell jokes around you whatsoever. And if if he didn't like that because he's like, no, I like to punch people that I'm friends with who tell jokes, then we are not compatible. And that's okay. If I don't like being punched and he likes punching, we're not compatible. And that's something good to figure out. So make sure you enact a boundary, you kind of have something that you are going to do, an action you are going to take. Again, you don't always have to tell them. I didn't have to tell my friend, hey, if you punch me again, I'm done telling jokes around you. I, I can just do it in my head. I'm not going to tell jokes around him anymore. Or I'm, I'm going to hang out around him less. And, and that, that works fine. Uh, and it especially works fine if you also do step number three, which is enforce the boundary from the best place possible. This is super important that you actually follow through with the thing that you either told them that you were going to do or told yourself that you were going to do. Because in both instances, data is being collected. If I told my friend to stop punching me whenever I told a joke, and if he, if he doesn't, then I'm going to stop telling jokes. And then he keeps punching me, and I just keep telling jokes, and he keeps punching me. Then he's collecting data on me that ah, I wasn't really serious. It must not be bothering me as much. Or maybe I'm just someone who doesn't really follow through, and uh, he can just keep kind of doing what he wants. Uh, in most cases, friends aren't that vicious. He's not like, oh, well, Joey doesn't like this. I'm just going to keep punching him. Ha ha. He's a weakling. I think mostly it's just, oh, it must not be bothering him. And if I don't tell them what my boundary is, but I know what my boundary is. And then I don't follow through on myself. Now I'm not going to believe myself when I tell myself that I'm going to do these things. And that's kind of going to hurt the relationship I have with me. And that's also not a good thing. You want a positive relationship with yourself. You want to be able to have your back with something like this. So enforcing your boundary is super important and doing it from the best place possible in my opinion, uh, creates a higher likelihood of success. The best place possible just means that you're going to think the best thoughts about the other person and the best thoughts about yourself. He's not a jerk if he keeps punching me. Uh, I'm not a jerk for uh, not telling jokes around him or leaving or anything like that, right? Uh, doing it from the best place possible 
stops you from blowing up on them and being like, well, you're just a jerk. You're the worst. I can't believe you guys. Or even retreating into yourself and beating yourself up. So here's an example of someone I just coached recently. She said she was having issues with her friends. She's a girl. She's hanging out with mostly guys. And she says, how do I ask them to stop telling dirty jokes? They just tell dirty jokes when I'm around and I'm, I'm just not a fan of it. And I said, easy. You ask them to stop making dirty jokes, like to st- stop telling dirty jokes around you. And if they do, you tell them, or you don't have to tell them, but you can just stop hanging around, around them as much. And so that's essentially saying, I'm going to leave if you guys keep telling dirty jokes. Or when you tell a dirty joke, I'm just going to walk away and I'll see you guys later. And then when they make a dirty joke, you actually go and leave. Now, her brain had issue with this for two reasons. One, she's like, oh, I just, I don't want to cause any issues. And I said, well, if you believe that it's going to cause issues, that they're not going to honor what you want, then why are you, are you even hanging out with them? Like, why spend time with someone who is going to take issue with something that's important to you? And they might take issue with it at first, but as they have time to think about it, especially if you show that you're serious, then they'll have a choice to make. Either they can keep making dirty jokes or they can hang out with you. And they might make the decision to keep telling dirty jokes sometimes uh, and maybe stop telling it when, uh, uh, as much when you're around, but that's, that's up to them. Then you now have data. Oh, there are people who are going to keep telling dirty jokes and not kind of honor my request. And that's okay. They don't have to. They don't have to honor my request. And that leads, leads to the second reason why she was hesitant to tell them, because she said, if I find out that they don't want to honor my request, if they're not those kind of friends, and I leave them, I don't think I can make any other friends. And this goes to the relationship she had with herself. She didn't really have a good relationship with herself. She didn't trust herself that she was friend-worthy that she can easily go out and make friends. It was kind of, well, I'm hanging out with these people and I'm fortunate enough to hang out with them. I I don't want to ruin this because then I'll just kind of be a lone soul floating out there in the world. And I coached her on that. And I said, A, you have to believe that you are freaking awesome because you are freaking awesome. And anybody would be lucky to hang out around you. Get to that point. Setting boundaries is easier when you believe in yourself and you have self-confidence that other friends can not like the boundaries you set up and they can make a decision to get all mad about it if they want. In my experience, when you actually bring up something early, right when it's bothering you, it really just turns into a conversation and you guys work it out and you move on. But when you're afraid to set up a boundary because you're afraid of how they're going to react, and you never say anything, and now there's resentment built up between you and your friends, and now you're like, oh man, but I can't say anything because now I'm going to explode on them, and then it's just going to be really bad, and then I won't have a friend anymore. And and, and also hanging out on your own, being a a lone uh, wolf floating out there in the world isn't a bad thing. What I find, especially with my clients that I work with, is that when this happens, 
they feel better about themselves because they stood up for something that they believe in or, or who they are or what they wanted. And then it's okay to be out on a loan. You, you don't always need to have a friend. You don't always need that. But when you're out alone by yourself and you want a friend, there are lots out there. There are plenty of people out there for you to make friends with. And you have to believe that. Because A, it's totally true. And B, if you don't believe that, you're going to miss them. And for those of you who are dating right now and are in a relationship with someone that you would love to set up a boundary with, but you're afraid to do so because it might terminate the relationship, I would really check in with yourself on your reasonings for that. Like, what's your why for not telling your boyfriend or girlfriend that you would like this, this thing to happen, or you would like them to stop doing this or start doing this? If your reason is, well, I, I don't want to lose them because then I won't know who I am, then I, I would question that. You should know who you are separate from your boyfriend and girlfriend, separate from your friends. Your identity should stand alone on its own and stand strong by itself. If it's wrapped up with who your friends are or who your boyfriend or girlfriend is, who, who, who you're dating, then take a moment before you talk to anybody about any boundaries and really set up a firm and confident self-image of who you are. You are awesome. Trust me. I, mean, I haven't even met you and I know you are awesome. Uh, and you are probably more awesome than you're giving yourself credit for. And other people are, are also awesome. They might just be a different flavor of awesome than you. And that's okay. And if you have to part ways with them, then it's going to be best. Because if you don't bring up any boundaries or if you don't set up boundaries, uh, make requests, you know, have a boundary that you're going to do and then follow the boundary from the best place possible, then you are more likely to build tension and to end the relationship anyways in a really big brawl, kind of like at the end of that soccer game. And I don't know about you, but that's not the best way to end a relationship. So for each of you out there, I want you to set up a boundary with somebody that you've been wanting to set up a boundary with. Step one, make the request. Step two, enact a boundary. What are you going to do if they don't do it? And step number three, enforce the boundary from the best place possible. Not having boundaries in your relationships with your friends, with people you're dating, etc., is like playing soccer without any lines on the field or goals that you're trying to shoot the ball into. And that's going to make it really hard, especially for those who want to play the game with you to know how you want the game to be played. And unlike a soccer game, in a relationship, when everybody knows the boundaries and the goals, then everybody can win. If you want more tips and mindsets on relationships, we'll be talking about crushing relationships all month in our firmly founded memberships. Improve your relationship with your friends, family, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whoever. We have memberships for teens, one for young adults, and even one for parents of teens. I know you're out there listening. They are fun, helpful, and life-changing. Go to firmlyfounded.com to sign up. I'll see you in there.